What up, LoveQuest Nation? Thanks so much for tuning in to the LoveQuest International Church Podcast. In such uncertain times, we can guarantee that the word you are about to hear is certain, it is true, and with applied faith, it will change your life. So enjoy today's message brought to you by our very own Pastor Terrence Richmond as he leads us with hope, faith, and love through a turn in history. Enjoy! At the same time you're sweet, you're strong. And at the same time you're strong, you're gentle. You are the most wise God. You are the most faithful God. You are the most consistent God. are the most integrity having God your word never fails you don't switch up on us you don't change your word you may call audibles in the process but the finality of what you desire for us shall come to pass Lord I thank you that you set a fire down in our souls that, that we can't contain, that it's not just a song. We sing a lot of songs. But I pray, Father, that we are a walking song. We are a walking word. Not be distracted by any devices, by any devices of the enemy besides a phone. That we cannot be distracted from your presence. we become distracted, so distracted, that we never drink water, we will die. Well, you are the living water. And if we continue to be distracted and never drink from the well that never runs dry, we will now in Jesus' name. And I declare that you live, be active, be mobilized. And I declare not only will you not die, also your dreams and your call will not die. As the man of God still had enough oil on his bones to have a dead man laid up on him to bring him back to life, I declare that no matter how long you've been running from your call, the oil's still on you in Jesus' name. Lift your hands. Just say, thank you, Lord. Even in your living room, even while you're driving, keep one hand on the steering wheel and lift the other hand. Pull over if you got to. Whatever you are doing, just pause and lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. That's what we're saying when we say amen, Lord, we agree that your word stands.
doctors, the government have plans to keep us safe, keep us isolated in the name of keeping us safe, keep us isolated in the name of not spreading, flattening the line. But I declare in the end, according to the word, man has his plans, but God, his will, his plan, his way will be the one that stands. So while the world has one agenda, the known one and the unknown one, the Lord has an agenda as well, and it is to prosper his people. Amen. Amen. It's to prosper his people. Father, we thank you for this word. Camera lady, pay attention. Babe, we live, but you know what I'm saying? I still see her. Wave to the people in the back. Amen. Lord, we thank you that your servant is free from distractions right now. That we may focus on the souls that really want change. So we thank you right now. That you move into every living room. And you confirm your word with signs, miracles, and wonders with signs miracles and wonders with signs miracles and wonders with miracle signs and wonders confirm your word lord god in jesus name amen i want to pick up where i left off last night with this amazing topic i think won't he do it won't he do it one more time won't he do it won't he do it won't he well say my god has done, is doing, and will do, exceeding, abundantly, above all that we can ask, think, or imagine, according to the power that's at work in me. Say it's at work. Come on, it's at work. It's at work. Resist the temptation to worship the problem. Why? Because something greater is what? At work. Resist the temptation to worship the problem. Why? Because something to worship the problem because something is at what? Work. Choose to trust that God is bigger, smarter. And more loving than you can imagine. So get your, get your mind on how good you think he is. And then believe that it's greater than that. <laughs> Regain your joy, your peace, and focus on God. Say it's regain time. It's regain time. Say I let my memory slip a little bit. I got a little Alzheimer's of the goodness of God. I start getting too busy and forgot that no matter if my job was here or not, God took care of me when I couldn't take care of myself. Even when my grandmama's little mind, the doctor say, started to slip, she still, the one thing she remembered was the goodness of God. The Bible even says, don't you forget 
the goodness of God. Keep it on your forehead. Keep it on the doorpost. Remind your children of the faithfulness of God. For he is faithful to a thousand generations. I'm preaching already to you. See, you preach different. I was watching T.D. Jakes this morning, a little bit, just a little snip snip, with no volume, though, with no volume, because I was, I was doing something. There's no volume. And I loved. I could see that he was having joy preaching to an empty stadium. This is where he started. And if you can't preach to the pews, you can't preach to the people in them. See, because no matter if it's empty or full, despite the people, you still got a word to speak into the what? Atmosphere. Woo! See, I don't necessarily need people because sometimes you got people that won't even receive the word. But you can impregnate an atmosphere for when people come into the spot. Come on. The word has wings. How you know? The Bible says my word will never return void. So he was just preaching. He wasn't discouraged. None of that. He was just preaching. Because he know. See, and that's what people that really burn on the inside, they'll worship to an empty audience. They'll worship to the ch empty chair. Because they got vision. <laughs> yes. And so right now, I, I believe there's an anointing on me to speak to dry bones. Because sometimes even the ones that, look, that got a voice is dead. But I believe there's some people sitting on your couch right now that the Lord is going to, there's something that's going to catch your spirit and just quicken your spirit a little bit. You may not do this, but there's something on the inside of you that's leaping. Even as I'm speaking, you're starting to feel a little flicker go off in your, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? A little flicker, a little flicky flick flick. Pray, thank God, and let him take care of it. Pray. Thank God and let him do what he do. Won't he will? Y'all was supposed to say, won't he do it? Nah, nah. Three John 2 say, Beloved, I pray. Troy, I pray. Grace, I pray. Pastor Dylan, I pray. Malia, I pray. Veronica, I pray. Aaliyah, I pray. Bree, I pray. That you may prosper in area. That's one word. Area. You just got to do your lips like that. Area. In every way. And that your body may keep well. Even as I know your soul keeps well and what? Prospers. See, man, if you got a sick soul, you're going to have a sick body. It's only a matter of time. He said, I pray that your body keeps well as your soul keeps well. If you want to live a healthy physical life, you need to work on that soul realm. You were not created, literally, you were not uh, wired to worry. 
You were not wired to worry. Chip and Dill, you were not wired to worry. You were not wired to fret. There is nothing that about worry, anxiety, and fretting that brings life. It steals, it kills, and it destroys. Say, I'm free. Come on, I'm free. Come on, Veronica, I'm free from worry, anxiety, and fretting. I'm calling out people's name here because when, when they greet you at the church, you're going to be like, oh, that's that lady that he said. That's that man that he said on the TV. That was a, you're going to meet Veronica one day, whoever you is. You're going to meet Veronica one day. <laughs> he says that you may keep well, moving right along. Say, I'm prosperous in every area in Jesus' name. There is promise for your spirit, your soul, and your body. Come on, come on, come on. There is promise for your spirit, your soul, and your body. Say, all of me deserves the best. Say, all of this deserves the best. Look at your neighbor. Say, you see all of this? It deserves the best. Say, all three parts of me has an insurance policy. My spirit my soul and my body it is well give God a shout about that first Thessalonians 5 and may the God of peace shalom talking the God of peace himself not the God of peace gonna get somebody to do it for him this one is for the god of peace himself sanctify you the god of peace took his hands and set you apart and wrapped you up and protected you he put you in some tupperware called holy ghost that's the bible it say the holy spirit sealed you i don't know about you but i'm covered all the way all three parts of me is covered sanctify you through and what through through and through through and through mean through and through all of it inside out top bottom west north south and east through and through that means he also sanctified and preserved what preserve means effie is that although you may not be walking in sanity he preserved peace. Because some of you might be wondering, well, wait a minute. Why am I going through what I'm going through if I've been preserved and set apart? No, no. He set aside the promise aside for you. He set, there is, there's this sin nature that you went off on over here. But then the, what he preserved, he's calling you back to right now. When you renew your mind, what are you walking into? What he preserved. When you choose love over hate, what are you doing? You're walking in what he preserved. When you sow instead of being stingy, you're walking in what he preserved. He set aside for you. And so what you're doing today is you're going to choose to walk in what's been set aside. 
He says, separate you from profane things. Make you pure and holy. Not H-O-L-Y, but W-H-O-L-L-Y. Consecrated to God. Say, I'm holy and I'm holy. 1 Thessalonians 5 say, amen, your spirit and your soul and your what? Body. Be what? Preserved. Say it is. It is. It is. It is. Tell your neighbor, I don't know about you, but I'm preserved. Can't nobody take my parking spot. Tell them I'm preserved. I'm preserved, reserved. Amen. Body be preserved. Look, sound and complete. Come on, come on, come on, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you, JT, wherever you at, where you at, wherever you at, JT, I'm praying for you, praying for, I'm distracted, amen, we're going to pray for JT, all of you guys out there, we need to put uh, JT on the prayer list right now, amen. Your spirit and soul and body be what? Preserved. Look, look, stop just believing for monetary stuff. I'm here to challenge every last one of you. That's why he says, seek me first. I believe if you make your soul the priority, if you make renewing your mind the priority, all this other stuff for body will follow. And for spirit will what? Follow. Joy is a soulish thing that impacts your spirit, that then impacts your body. When someone with a joyful spirit comes around you, it does something to your body. When an anointed person speaks, it does something to your body. Why? But it hits your spirit. What he's, that's why he say through and through these layers. The word has the power to go to the through and through. It, I'm, uh, the, when, when you get surgery, they got to go through some things and go through some things. They go through layers of skin and then they go through tissue just to get to the organ. They go through and through. The Word of God has some through and through power. He preserved you through and through. I'm blessed through and through. Every layer of me through and through is blessed. Say I'm blessed. Sitting there getting all them muscles for what? And your soul look like little Gilligan. Your little puny little... Man, beef up your soul with the word of God. Beef up your spirit with the word of God. So what you got muscles and pecs and abs and calves and whatever you think you got, man. But if your soul ain't healthy, you ain't really strong. Your biceps ain't going to get you through no storm. He called your whole body to be healthy. I'm, I admire your strength. I admire your pull-ups. I admire your jumping jacks. I admire your little athletic tone. But what I really care about, I'm not going to be so distracted with your body that I'm, I'm going to let your soul slide. You ain't that fine. Get up, pick up, and walk. You can get that context from last night's message. Get up, pick up, 
and walk. He wouldn't have told you to get up. Speaking to you now, get up from insecurity. Get up from the mat of depression. Get up from the mat of uh, crooked thinking. Get up. Pick it up and walk by faith. That's how you got to do the thing. You got to get up by faith sometime. And that's why you need people around you speaking the word. Because the word, faith comes by what? Hearing. That's, that's why you need folks around you that speak the word. You don't need no, but, but what? But this is what it say. But this is what it say. That's why I love it. You got two, you got two stories to believe. Which one are you going to believe? Well, well, if, but why they didn't do that? Well, but he did that. See, folks don't really want to go toe-to-toe with a, with a person that's standing on the word. You're going to frustrate people that want to, you see the flesh acting up. But can't we just talk? You're just too spiritual. Um, I, you are too. You're a spirit being. You can't be a, you can't just be too human. You're human. Like, you too married. What that mean? Because I want to stay home with my wife. You going to say I'm too married. You too churchy. What is too churchy? Yes, I guess so. I'm, I'm churchy. I'm a part of the body of Christ. Sorry. You just believe the word too much. Well, you just believe the lies too much. Well, you, I, got, I got something for you. What you want to do? Keep going. Forget it. Never mind. I'll just call somebody else. Call them. I'll be here when you call me back. <laughs> toe to toe. Say toe to toe. By faith. We're just going to deal with what faith is real quick. Now, faith brings our hopes into reality. We, we got to set up this stage one time. One time. Faith brings our hopes into what? Reality. Faith brings our hopes into what? Reality. One more time. Faith brings our hope into what? Reality. I want you to understand something. Something can be real without you being able to touch it. That's what fear does. Oh my God. Job said, the very thing that I was afraid of came, which means what he, the fear made something a reality that wasn't even there. But because it became a reality, it gave it permission to, be, to come. Faith works the same way. And that's why the very thing I believed good or bad happen that's why he said if you believe when you ask you got it <laughs> either way either way the challenge is standing you can't just stand one day and then the next day change your confession now faith brings our hopes into what reality and becomes the foundation the foundation it becomes the foundation needed to acquire. 
That's why I'm not worried about if you don't pay me or I'm not worried. Again, all of that is good. Work, get paid, do your thing. But in uncertain times, don't forget what we're in. You're dealing with a uncertain, unstable world, economy, humanity, power tripping. You don't know what's going on. But what I do know, this moment, good and bad, has some repercussions even after we're able to go back outside. And you got to stand on something greater than this world and your job and your economy and your spouse because things will change. And that's why he says your foundation, now faith, now faith. Not about what he going to do, but what he did and what he is. Now faith brings our hopes into what? Reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It starts with faith. That's why today we're dealing with and tonight we're dealing with these promises. That's what he said, won't he do it? Won't he well? It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. What did we talk about? Faith. Faith is the foundation that I'm standing on. And look, look, this is why your family and friends don't understand what you're standing on. Because they can't see it. You standing on something unseen, so why are you trying to prove yourself? It's like a musician. He, he knows where the little, little card is. You don't. That thing ain't just poof, but you can't find it. Don't argue with him. He is convinced that it's gone. He's done a trick to prove it's gone to your eyes. Come on, man. You cannot be wavered by your people's unbelief if you got a word it's yours if people don't agree with you say that's okay it's my word I'm standing on and I'm gonna agree I just need to be around people that agree with that word Echo what God said about my family. Echo what God said about my health. Echo what God said about my job situation. Echo what God said about my kids. Stand on the word. It's evidence required. I got the evidence. I don't need to have a car. I don't need to be able to go outside and burp, burp. In my spirit, I hear burp, burp. In my spirit, I see the house. My wife won't burp, burp. In my spirit, I see who my kids going to be. No matter how they acting now, I got the evidence that they're going to be great leaders, that they're going to have promising futures. They kids going to be healthy. They household going to Come on, somebody. You can't be moved by what is seen, but it don't align with the unseen. <laughs> yeah, now faith. Amplified version say the first one was TPT. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. It's amazing how we put faith in, in vacations. We reserve our rental car. We reserve our hotel. We buy our plane ticket, and they all send back a what? Confirmation number. 
And because you got that number, you'd be like, yeah, it's done. Even on the confirmation, it say, get ready, pack your bags. You're going in 10 months to wherever. And you get excited because they told you you have a spot reserved. Do you ever go back to that email and be like, stop playing? Do you go reserve it again? <laughs> Do you go back and reserve it again? And, and, and it's cool what the confirmation does is because that's how they track your stuff. That's how they track your stuff with the confirmation number. And you want angelic assistance with your process, but you, they can't track you. The word says that the angels respond to the word. They can't track what you're talking about because you got all kinds of stuff that ain't been confirmed. Your spirit is all over the place. You, okay, I'll change it. Forget it. I'll lower what he promised. God, cool. I'll settle. And he said, nope, I gave you confirmation for that. I do not agree with your, with your, with your, with your, with your, with your, with your settlement. Your settlement is not my settlement. My blood paid for more than what you're settling for. Woo! Man, you better come on now. And that confirmation will call, allow, that number will allow me uh, uh, to call the airport. And they'll say, can I get a confirmation number? Can I get a plane number, whatever? Here it is, Z, Z, B9, 1, 2, Z, 3, Z. Oh, we see that this is Terrence Richmond. Yes, and you are flying out uh, December 39th, 2,200. You're flying out? Okay. <laughs> hey, sometime, sometime it be that far off. You flying off? Awesome. You don't ever be like, I just want to call and make sure you guys going to give me my stuff. You normally call to make some adjustments. You normally call to add something. You normally call to upgrade a seat. Your confirmation gives you access. Listen, give, it gives you access to what's yours and can't nobody change it. Why? Because it's paid for. So why are you changing the details? When the Lord gave you a first class ticket, you calling in saying, I'll take a coach. I'll settle for coach because you want first class window seat so you willing to take a coach window and pass on all the extra benefits from being in first class not knowing and seeing that when you show up that day you not you didn't get seated at the window but ain't nobody else seating with you the Lord gave you the role he gave you the role and when, and when he gives you the row, you can choose what seat you're going to get. Man, God gives us choices. 
God say, I serve a God of options. The title deed of the things we hope for being the proof. It's the proof. My faith is the proof. That's why some people during this time is like, be careful. Don't be insensitive. No, no, no. We're not being insensitive. But before this came, God promised. Nowhere in the prophetic word that God gave me over the last 10 years did it say sickness. No, nowhere in the prophetic word did God tell me that sickness was coming up on you and you had to bow down to it and it was only going to be a season you was going to be sick. But all the prophetic words that I received said, I will be prosperous. That I'm going to be strong. That my family is going to dwell in the wealth of the land. That all these prophetic words spoke to the call. Spoke to the anointing on your life. And told you even when calamity comes, you will make it. You will be a solution to the problem. Not a problem. Number That by his stripes I am the healed and not the sick. Don't be mad at me because I got my confirmation number that my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Don't be mad at me because I'm standing on my confirmation number that if I seek him first, his kingdom, all these things shall be added unto me. Don't be mad at me because I'm standing on what he promised me. I will not downgrade the promise. Ain't no settling over here. It's been settled. When you hear it's well with my soul, it's settled. Settled. Matthew 11 says, are you weary, carrying heavy burden? Look what he said. If you're weary and heavy, then come. Come. I will refresh. Re implies that you once was fresh. So fresh and so clean, clean. Stop settling. Troy. Stop settling. Adam, stop settling. Carolyn, stop settling. Julia, stop settling. Swain, stop settling. You go after the freshness that God promised you. You are strong. You can exercise now. You are vibrant. You look good in your older age, your young age. You shall receive the business that God promised, the wealth that God promised. He is refreshing. Refresh. He will refresh your life. It is not his plan as you get older, you just start down and down. No. He said, I'm an oasis. You, you know, you know, you know when you go on vacation to a spot, the hardest thing about going to an oasis is leaving the oasis. But this is an oasis. You don't got no return ticket. You ain't got to go home. You are at home in your oasis. Oasis is my place of residence. Simply join your life with mine. Put your little raggedy self down and put them in Jesus. Upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. 
That's what Jesus, that's what the scripture said. Beyonce just didn't know what she was talking about. She knew what she was talking about. She stole Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 lyrics and just put an artistic twist on it. Put some other twist on it too. <laughs> There's some twist and some hips on it. And then now everybody like them forgot all about Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28 who originally wrote the song. And Lord said, let me upgrade, upgrade, let me upgrade. But here's how the upgrade happens. You learn my ways. If you're going to be upgraded with the promises, you're going to have to be upgraded in your mindset. Let me upgrade your mindset, your ways. The highest quality of life is being responsive to the Holy Spirit. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. Why is he easy to please? He just wants relationship. You act like God trying to steal from you. No, that's the enemy's plot. He just want to hang out with you. That's easy. It shouldn't be hard to hang out with your spouse. Texting your friends like, oh my God, hey bro, I'm going to call you. I got to hang out with my... You don't got to hang... You get to hang out with your family. You get to hang out with your spouse. You get to hug and squeeze and... You know what I'm saying? You get to do all of that. Oh, I got to hang out with my wife. Oh, I got to go to church. I'm going to be talking about that real soon too. The power and necessity of being a part of the local church. It's, the, it's a necessity for your well-being. Your tripart being needs the blood flow of the local church. You need to be involved in the local church around the word. When you get them doors back open, get your butt back in a church. I know a good one. It's called Love Quest. But if Love Quest ain't quite your cup of tea, try it out first, and then we'll help you find somewhere. We just want you connected to the vine. Easy to please. You just want relationship. See, that's what, understand, well, I got relationship. That serves one part of your being. But then being a part of the body, an active, alive source of Jesus on earth, it activates it brings healing and wholeness to a whole other part of your, 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 your tripart being. Matthew, let him go. Keep going. You will find refreshment and rest in me. See, you've been trying to do it all on your own. In him, you find rest. In him don't mean unemployment. In him mean employed in him. You, you, he go to work with you. He deal with your crazy boss with you. He, you married in him. He helps you deal with your spouse and your kids in him. Some folks just be making it seem like being within Jesus is like death. It kind of is. Because you got to die to yourself. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Here's a quick little recipe for you to be in him. Follow, hear, obey, believe, receive. Say it. Follow, hear, obey, believe, and receive. One more time. Follow, 
hear, obey. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, JT didn't say, say all the words. Come on, we need participation. Let's go. Follow, hear, obey, believe, and receive. <laughs> Got the class running extra laps. <laughs> In the front of the class. <laughs> hey, while you're watching from the bathroom... Uh, Abigail, how you doing? <laughs> Amen. Look, my word will not disappoint. This is what the Lord want to tell you today. My word will not what? Disappoint. Come on, one more time. My word will not disappoint. One more time. My word will not disappoint. Woo, tell your neighbor, his word will not disappoint. Look, look, John 6 says this. John 6, 63 says it like this. It is the spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit, whatever or whatsoever. There is no profit in your flesh. The words, the truths that I have been speaking to you are spirit and what? Life. The word will not disappoint because it is what? Spirit and what? Life. The word will not disappoint because it's full of what? Spirit and life. The flesh does not benefit man, but the spirit or the word benefits all parts of man. Romans 15 says it like this. Whatever was written beforehand, I'm leading up to some foundation, say foundation. Whatever was written beforehand is meant to instruct us in how to live. Whatever was written in the Old Testament, the OT. It, look, look, people write off the OT. But the OT was written beforehand. And for us, even all the Bible was written beforehand to instruct us in how to live. Look, the scriptures, the word imparts to us encouragement and inspiration. So that we can live in hope and endure Corona. Endure the pandemic. Endure. Endure. The word was meant to help us what? Endure all things. Family things. The word was meant to help you endure family troubles, financial troubles, physical troubles, children troubles, job troubles, education troubles, whatever. Lock me down. I got the word to endure all things. Say all things. I'm, I'm just giving you this because, uh, see, because if I can find a word, if I can find a word to stand on, remember the faith, faith is the foundation. See, put it all together. Follow. Right? He, his promise is for the tripart being. The word is the way to tripart wholeness. 
And faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And faith comes by hearing the word. So if I can find a word, past or present, then it can help me endure and prosper in all things. Because the word imparts to me encouragement and inspiration so that I can live in hope, not worry. Hebrews 13 tells it, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is always the same. Yesterday, today, yes, let me remind you, and forever to the ages. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ, or the Word, is the always what? The same. Yesterday, OT, today. And then he said, yes, gave himself an amen. Ain't it so? And forever. It's the only thing that can apply to all time. No matter what time in history, you will always find God is faithful. That's why we get the songs, hey, if he did it before, he will do it again same God right now same God back then I say at 55 I'm just trying to make a case so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth it shall not return to me void God's word is on the line because it got to come back to him productive God is invested in the integrity of his word. When I, when I return unto my father, he's going to be like, ain't nothing void about you. Everything I promise, there it go. See, obedience is so vital because God is doing his part. And when you're in him, that's covenant talk. And when you're in him, everything that's on him is on you. That's why, that's why prenups is so evil. Because at the end of the day, when we join and become one, my bad becomes yours and your good becomes mine's and your bad becomes mine and my good becomes yours. And we figure it out and begin to work things together and only God can do that. It shall not return to me void. Look. Without producing any effect or useless. There is no way that I can stand on this word consistently and remain faithful to his faithful word and not get God results. Why? Because I am committing to his commitment. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. He sent his word to heal our disease. He sent his word to encourage us. He sent his word to prosper us in spirit, soul, and body. This is what he says. 
it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So all I need to do is find a word that he sent to me. And what? Stand on it. Receive it. Psalm 100. For the Lord is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you. So kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted for he keeps his promises to every generation. So, so look, if I can find a word that he promised past generations that's connected to me, I could stand on it because his word is eternal. Which means if he promised it to my family a thousand years ago, it still applies to me. Woo! I just got to get an understanding of how that word applies to this context. Because that promise to go across the Red Sea, I don't need to go across no Red Sea. But I got to get through this corona situation and that's my Red Sea. So if the Lord told me the way across the Red Sea was to stretch out my rod, my voice, my prayer life, whatever my gifts and whatever my talents, whatever he's called me to stretch out, guess what I'm going to do? Stretch it out. I'm going to sing. The devil ain't going to steal my praise. He ain't going to stop me from worshiping. He ain't going to stop me from preaching the word of God. He ain't going to stop me from loving. That is my rod. Deuteronomy says, no recognize and understand, therefore, no recognize, understand, therefore, no recognize and understand, therefore, that the Lord, your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love and mercy with those who love him and keep his commandments, how long, brother, to a thousand generations? One thousand generations. So if I could find a word that he spoke back then, I could believe it for me. And then my great-grandkids, if they find a promise that God gave me, they could believe it for them. That's why you try to throw out the OT. You're throwing out promises. You're throwing out encouragement. You're throwing in all these people that want to go, well, that was Jesus. No, 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 Ooh, you done got me high. Ooh, Hebrews 4, look. For we have the living word. The word is alive. The word, say it with me. The word is alive. Come on, say it like you believe it. The word is alive. The word is alive. The word is alive. The devil is alive. For we have, we have the living word of God, which is full of energy. That's why I, that's why I, can't, I, I can't see folk, folks that got the word in them just can sit still. Jeremiah say, it's like fire shut up in my bones. When you think of the goodness of God, you can't sit still. I don't care what culture you're from. I don't care what race you're from. I don't care what color your skin is. The word of God is full of energy in every vessel. And if you get up off of your little religious tail and your deep self, you will allow the fire of God to enter your bones where you can contain his goodness. Oh, God is good. 
No, 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 baby. No, 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 no. God is good. He's worth raving over. And look, the word pierces more sharply than a two-edged sword. Look, 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 look. Look how it goes through and through. The word, it will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul, spirit, bone, and marrow meet. The word brings about wholeness. The word is the only thing that can bring wholeness. Go, go get surgery. That's going to help your physical body. You got your little... You got something cut out of you. You got a leg amputated. You got a toe put on. That's only body stuff. But the word of God... You don't need a leg to be whole. You don't need a job to be whole. I ain't talking stupid right now. I'm just trying to let you know. Fix it, fix it, fix. You don't need to go outside to be whole. Open your windows up you, you, to be whole. I'm just talking about wholeness through and through. It says, here it go. As long as I got the word, I got wholeness. That's why the people in some places that got to hide. Long as I got the word, some people live in 10 people in a tent in 130 degree weather. But long as I got the word, I got joy. So you find little kids just dancing out there, they're just, they're just dancing. Woo! And then you got you sitting on your couch, clean running water, fans, complaining, scared you ain't going to be able to go to work for even three months. And folks been in those situations for 20 years. But as long as I got the word, I got joy. That's why he says, keep the word in front of your eyes and don't let it depart out of your mouth. Don't never stop speaking what God says. And you shall make your way prosperous. Won't he do it? Hebrew folk, it interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secrets, motives of our hearts. That's why some folk don't want to be in the word because you be reading the word. You're like, oh, I'm nasty. Ooh, I was wrong. I got to the word said I got to go repent. Ooh, that, was, that wasn't their fault. That was my fault. Ooh. Oh, forgive them, forgive them 70 times seven. Ooh. I'm healed. See? But I don't feel healed. See, the word makes you deal with yourself. And it challenges you to go higher. So that's why it's easy to lead a word. Anything that calls you higher is easy to keep it low. It's easy to put it aside. It's easy for a kid to ignore their, kid, their parents when they're calling them higher and saying, you know, no, get rid of that attitude. You ain't. No, no, no. It's easy. But boy, when you just humble yourself and receive the word as last word and nothing greater.
Woo! You shall find your way prosperous. Say, look, there is not one person who can hide their thoughts from God. You ain't got to say nothing. You can lie to people. Well, who, you, who you fooling? When you lie to people and hold stuff from them, you are robbing yourself from wholeness. Because you got to keep speaking the lie. <laughs> Therefore, you're not speaking the thing that makes you whole. And you're wondering why you're miserable. It ain't the devil. It's your double-minded, double-mouthed. And that's why I remember in complaining, even if you're right, it don't do you no good. Because the only thing, the flesh, profits nothing. That's why even somebody do you wrong. Speak life over them. Don't give your precious breath to negativity. Negative words never change the circumstance to your benefit. And if all you want is somebody to give you something or change their mind or take you somewhere or do something for you to fix yourself, then you're still going to be left fruitless. So you can complain and pout to get something, and guess what? You get it, but you didn't grow because you didn't wait on God. You manipulated. And nothing created is concealed. But everything is exposed and defenseless before his eyes to whom we must render account. Man, I love this right here. I love this easy. I love this easy. Look, he said, nothing is create, nothing created is concealed. It says, everything is exposed and defenseless against God or his word in context of this. So when I think of Corona. This is my mindset. Praise God, number one, it's been exposed or discovered. Number two, praise God, they put a name on it. Thank God they gave us a name. So now, 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 even if they didn't expo expose it or give it a name, God knew it. But now the double-edged sword can take in place. We can agree with what God say about the exposed defenseless thing. Corona can't outlast the faithfulness of God. Corona, you expired in Jesus' name. Be expired in Jesus' name. I said 43. Now I'm just going to give you a few words to stand on. Because we've made this case. We've, we've made this case. Your attention or you dead. You should be able to receive this right now. Because what I'm about to do is now give you some give you some word to feed your faith so you can stand on something. We done made the case about the word and the foundation of the word and the word is spirit and life and the word brings encouragement. 
and he's faithful to a thousand generations. So even if he said it back then, guess what? As long as we keep that thing echoed, that's why it's important to tell every generation. Because what you do, every generation, not only, whoo, as long as the earth remains, seed, what, time, and what, harvest. So every generation, check out the revelation, every generation because that generation kept that word faithful, it starts a new cycle of a thousand generations. Why? As long as the earth remains, seed, time, harvest. Seed, time, harvest. So if I plant one seed over here, that's going to produce a tree. And if I come out tomorrow and plant another tree seed, that's going to produce another tree. Every time I sow, it also nourishes that tree, but it also starts another seed, time, and harvest. That's why I keep on giving, because harvest never going to run out, because I keep on sowing. That's why he says a sower always has what? Seed, because it just keeps on growing thousand generations that's why you say tell your kids get it in their mouth so then they're gonna tell their kids and it's gonna start another cycle of blessing do not earnestly remember the former things neither consider the things of old behold grab a hold of this I'm doing a what new thing now it springs forth. That's why the word is alive. Because he was doing a new thing then and he's doing a new thing now. Now it what? Springs forth. Say now. Do you, do, you not, do, you not, do you not see it? Do you not comprehend it? Not, not do you see blessing. You see this is where faith. Faith deals with perception. Faith, faith deals with perception. So, so, and this is why the enemy attacks because he tries to blind your perception. So when I get the word, the word keeps me with a proper perception or perspective. And so I got to keep the word in front of me in times like this. And I still believe that Corona cannot stop the new thing that God is doing. Yeah. He's still doing a new thing. Do you not perceive and know it? And will you not give heed to it? Or will you give heed to the news? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I speak to your situation right now and declare that God is making a way in your wilderness, in your rivers. He is making rivers in your desert in Jesus' name. Say new thing. Luke 3, Luke 3 say it like this. As, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of the one crying in the wilderness shouting in the desert. Prepare the way of the Lord or prepare the way of the word. Prepare the way for the Lord. Right now I believe we are in a place where we are preparing the way for the greatest harvest that our generation has ever seen. Make his beaten path straight. Ooh, this, is the, this is where the church is required to stand right now. John the Baptist was in the, in the rough place. 
in a threatening place, in a dangerous place, a place of drought, didn't, didn't, didn't have too much to feed his humanity. But what he did in wilderness, Corona wilderness, he prepared a way for the Lord of the harvest. What, what we need to be focused on right now is beating down the bushes of what the enemy is trying to lie and tell us. And as the enemy says that you're going to die from corona, cut it down, beat down the past. Everything that is in the way of what God promised, beat it down. Chop it up, beat it down, spit it out, walk over it. Every valley and raven shall be filled up. So you know when you make way, then the water starts coming through. Just it's our job right now, church. As, bar, as, 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 as John the Baptist, when we're declaring the word in the midst of the wilderness, what we're doing is yelling like John the Baptist, prepare the way, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are about to see the kingdom of heaven in this generation like never ever before. Your sacrifices, family, you moving across the country, whatever you have done on behalf of glory, the glory to God, it is about to be some recompense. In the valley, he said, in every mountain and every hill shall be what? Leveled. He is leveling the playing field right now. And the crooked places shall be made what? Straight. Woo! Supernatural alignment is taking place. You, you might have you lost, hey, hey, you lost, you lost a job. You might, I, I, there's somebody I'm talking to or some people I'm talking to. You're going to go back. You are going to go back to that job or a job and get paid more. He said the crooked paths shall be made straight. All you got to do in this season is get your stuff together. Get your paperwork together. Get your business name. When these doors open, this is the time to launch your business. Because the playing field is going to be, the, the, the economy is going to be desperate for your witty idea right now. The playing field. Guess what? He's, he's, he's cleaning stuff and it's going to be a whole lot of new clients. Just available. For churches, for businesses, because everybody is having to depart from. So now people are rethinking, they're rebudgeting, and you're gonna come with a better offer. <laughs> I'm telling you, God is straightening some things out, and the rough road shall be made smooth. You've been going through the last decade, just, dang, when we gonna get, when we gonna get there? Roll off, off. You've been off-roading, but the Lord is about to put you back on path in Jesus' name. Though I've off-roaded, I've kept going. And the Lord is going to reward you. Keep going. Some people pull over because it's too rough. And the Lord said, I'm rewarding to keep going.
That's your new last name, the keep goings. The keep goings. I'm a part of the family of the keep goings. <laughs> and all mankind, Luke 3 says, shall see. Behold and understand and then last acknowledge the salvation of God. This is what God is trying to do. He's not trying to set you up so you can just be hot shot. He is just showing that he is faithful because your witness is going to bring other people's lives to him. Look, the Lord going to do you, see some stores you don't recognize when you drive by them. And that's why people start giving the little sandwich boards out. They start getting the people out there doing the little signs or the little, the little inflatable thing that just do this. Right? That, hey, hey, when you, come out the, when you come out the house this season, it's gonna, in the spirit realm, there's going to be an inflatable thing on you. And folks is going to be able to spot you from afar. And they're going to walk in your store just because there's something on you. There's something different about you. There's a grace upon you, a, a, an anoint, the deliverance from eternal death decreed by God. God will favor his children in the midst of doubt, drought, and uncertainty for the sake of displaying his goodness and mercy. God will favor his children in the midst of doubt, drought, and uncertainty. How do I know this, man? I see it. I see it in the back, Joseph, in the pit. You, you, just, you, just, you, just, you just go. Just go read. And if I found it for them, I know I'm connected to Abraham. And what he promised Abraham is that all your seeds shall be what? Blessed. To be a blessing. Which means I, 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 I'm a lender, not a borrower by nature. I'm sorry I was born in a bloodline. That started me off a little bit with just enough. But they taught me about joy on the inside. They taught me about peace that is unspeakable, that transcends all understanding. So I got the Jesus part. I know where my help comes from. But then the Lord wants to make sure that in the bloodline, all, all, all needs are met. That your whole bloodline has shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. For the billionaire, your soul may be messed up. And the Lord don't want your finances. He wants you to keep them. You've done well by your money. That's why you blessed. But he also wants you to have nothing missing, nothing broken, but wholeness in every area. Jesus will rock your boat. As a witness to the lost to know, dot, 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 dot. Something I just thought about. I love the word. We've been reading Peter for a long time. Who did the Peter when, when Jesus used this boat? Now, I want y'all to see this, Troy. There was a throng of people, so many people that Jesus had no room to preach to the people that he had to step into a boat. To preach to the people. It said that Peter and his homies was coming in from a whole day and not at work. 
I believe Peter and his homies' families was a part of who was on the shore. They came back empty-boated, empty-handed. So all these people saw these professional fishermen who always come back with a boat full, came back with nothing. Sometimes the blessing will distract you from the word. And the Lord will allow a drought so you can get the word to sustain the so but look, but look. So then right after he preaches, the same people, you don't think after Jesus with his fame, the folks wasn't watching. Think of famous people these days. They can't sit down and eat nowhere in public. So all these people that Jesus preached to are watching him that came back empty-handed are now being watched by a shore of people. Their boats are sinking with an abundance. I thought about that this morning. I was like, wait a minute, we're forgetting that the crowd was there. We're so focused on the boat and the net's breaking. But a shore of people are watching famous Jesus in this boat he was preaching in, tipping over. And other families are watching them have to call their family. Other stores that's going to get the fish. Because understand, if the, if the restaurant don't get no fish, they don't got the catch of the day. They don't, so they need them to bring back something. So the blessing of the Lord is not just meant for you and your family. It's to bless your city. It's to bless the economy. And I believe this little moment of drought is the Lord, we're in that boat. And the Lord is saying, everything, pause, I got a word for y'all. We're going to put your funds on hold for us. We're just going to take advantage of this moment. You can do without some fish for a few hours. If you just hear this word, my word will be followed and confirmed with signs, miracles, and wonders. But I need to preach the word. Wherever you've seen it said Jesus was teaching in the synagogue, you see miracles always follow the word. This is a moment where we need to impregnate the atmosphere of our cities and our countries with the word. That's what's happening right now. The world is being so pumped with the word right now. And what, then, then the door's going to open and what Jesus is going to say, all right, now let's go back out there. Well, Jesus, we just got out the biggest drought, the biggest drought ever. We just got out the biggest drought ever. Just, just go. And then what are you going to say? Now cast your net. Now, now cast your net. And I'm telling you, Love Quest, when those doors open back up and on what other church, whatever, this is about to be the most fruitful season that you've ever, 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 ever seen. I will close with this scripture. And I got a couple of them too. Because I just want to beef up your faith real quick. I will go before you and level the mountains, Isaiah 45 says, to make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut asunder the bars of iron. Everything that's been keeping you out, I'm going to let you in. I'm going to tear it down. I'm going to melt it. I'm going to lacerate it. I'm going to cut it up. And I am about to make a way where there used to be no way. He says, and I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. 
I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places. There's, there's wealth for you and there's situations for you that you can't even see. And the Lord says, but I am going to bring them to light. He say, he say, he say, he say, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. For the sake of Jacob, my servant, and of Israel, my chosen, I have called you by your name. I have surnamed you. I have surnamed you. Though you have not known me, I've marked you. I've set you apart. <laughs> you don't know me, but I know you. But when you get to know me, you'll get to know you. You keep trying to find your identity in television and social media and culture. You're getting further and further away from who you are. But when you just get to know me, I already surnamed you. I've already set you apart. Yeah, your name Terrence, but there's a you you surname though. You son. <laughs> Stand on the word. Oh no, won't talk. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Stand. It's in there. This ain't no history book. The word is alive. There has been no last chapter. Not as long as I'm living. I am a chapter in my father's book. Woo! You are a chapter in your father's book. Deuteronomy 6. I know I said last scripture, so what? Get it. You at home. Sat down. And you shall bind them as a sign upon. He's talking about the word. He's talking about the word. He's talking about the word. He's talking about the what? Word. And you shall bind them as a sign upon your hand. All these tattoos you got. And they shall be a, as frontlets, four, forehead bands between your eyes. Keep the word right here, right here at the center of your focus. Look, look, I love this because look, see, if I put it here, it don't matter where I turn, it's there. <laughs> you can turn away from God for a season, but if you ever spent the season putting the word right here, no matter where you turn, it's going with you. It's right here. And you shall write them up on the doorposts of your house and your gates, wherever you dwell. Your car, keep the word in it. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to your forefathers, this is what you just can't forget. On the other side of this, because you've been waiting for a long time. Your grandmama, who turned it over in her grave, been waiting for this for a long time. And she going to get the, and then the live grandmama, she going to get to enjoy a few years of it. She's going to get to enjoy a few years of it. Grandpa, that's still alive. He's going to get to enjoy a few years of it. 
but you better not forget the baton that was handed off to you paid a price to get to you and it's your job to make sure you pay that price whatever God is requiring of you so when you hand off that baton woo, that you keep that seed time and harvest going it ain't about you it's about the next generation and then the next generation it ain't about them it all gets back to God it started with him and it ends with him which he swore to your fathers to Abraham Isaac and Jacob to give you with great and goodly cities which you did not build what's about to be released it's not what you've just been sowing last the last couple years you might not even it's so much blessing that's been backstocked from people that sold before you and houses full of all good things which you did not feel and cisterns hewn out which you did not hew and vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant and when you eat and are full thinking it was you and how good you are and how skillful you are and how good you look when it, when you when you really taste the goodness of God then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of this pandemic who got you free from depending on the world who brought you from borrower to lender who brought you from sick to whole who brought you from not enough to more than enough don't you dare forget who brought you out of the house of bondage Lord God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you. According to Romans 15, some of you thinking it's just about possessions. This, this is what else is coming up on you. This is what else is coming up on you. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and with all peace in believing through the experience of your faith. The experience of your faith. May the God of your hope so fill you. Lift your hands right where you are. Here and there. May the God of your hope lift your hands here and there. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and with all what? Peace in believing through the experience of your what? Faith. That by the power of the Holy Ghost you may abound and be overwhelmed and overflowing, bubbling over with what? Hope. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we get equipped with a powerful right now word. Have a great rest of your day and get your love fixed, man. <laughs>